Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. Welcome to this episode all on the topic of breakthrough. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, you are ready for a breakthrough in your life. Maybe you're feeling stuck. Maybe you're in the middle of a battle that you cannot control. You are in for a treat. Today, we are going to talk about how to release yourself from a battle that you're fighting, how to draw near to the Lord and surrender it so that you can experience breakthrough in your life. And I have some really big news for you today. If you're feeling stuck, I have a really exciting invitation for you. We are kicking off a five-day challenge, a free five-day challenge on the topic of getting unstuck. And we're going to do it in five days. This is free. It's for you. Invite your friends. I want you to go ahead and pause this episode, head over to this sign-up page and sign up. The sign-up page is bit.ly slash get unstuck with Polly. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash get unstuck with Polly. Get unstuck with Polly is all caps. So head over there, sign up for our free five-day challenge. It's going to be a continuation of the training you'll hear today, but it's all about helping you get unstuck in this season. All right, so right now we're going to go ahead and focus on your breakthrough today, and I'm going to lead you through some scriptures to help you find and really release breakthrough in your life and really what to do when you're in a battle. So let's talk about that. What do we do when we're in a battle? Well, first off, we need to ask, what am I battling? Maybe right now you're in a relationship and that relationship is a little toxic, or maybe you're in a fight with somebody and you feel like, right now I'm battling with my husband or right now I'm battling with my boss at work. Right now I'm battling with a friend who XYZ. I don't know the situation exactly, but maybe you're feeling like you're battling with someone. And I want to remind you from Ephesians 6 that it says, our battle is not against flesh and blood. Our battle is not against flesh and blood. And I'm going to take you to Ephesians 6 right now. And this chapter is all about spiritual warfare. And in verse 10, it says, Now my beloved ones, and I'm reading out of the Passion Translation. It says, Now my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. Be supernaturally infused with the strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. Stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. Put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so that you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. And here's where it says our battle is not against flesh and blood. And this is a different translation, so you might not have heard it uh, written just like this. Your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings. Hear that again. Your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings, but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms, for they are a powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits. I underlined that in my Bible because I'm like, ooh, creepy. <laughs> that hold the darkness 
hold the dark world in bondage. And because of all this, you must wear your armor that God provides you so that you're protected as you confront the slanderer, the liar, for you are destined for all things. Hear that again. For you are destined for all things and will rise victorious. I want to give you a spoiler alert on the battle you're currently facing right now. If you're facing it with God, you will rise victoriously. It might not happen in the way you thought it was going to happen. The battle might not end or progress um, in the trajectory that you would assume a victory would come. But with God, he promises you that you are destined for all things and that you will rise victorious. So the good news is you're called to have victory because you are in Christ. Isn't that awesome? So let's talk a little bit about spiritual warfare. It's kind of a weird topic, a little bit woo-woo, a little bit out there. So there's two things that I've learned recently about spiritual warfare. It's like if you're walking down a road of life, there's a ditch on both sides. And it's the same thing with spiritual warfare. One side, one ditch you can fall into is to underestimate it, aka just live your life thinking like, okay, that doesn't exist. Like I'm not really worried about the spiritual realm. I'm not worried about the devil. I'm not worried about, you know, anything outside of what I can concretely see with my eyes and feel with my hands, right? You can say it's just, it's just not real. You're underestimating it. Therefore, you're completely not participating in it, which means you're probably falling uh, prey to the attacks of the enemy. Now, the other side of the ditch is to overestimate spiritual warfare. And that's where we think everything is an attack from the devil, right? Like everything is the devil. And the truth is, if you're feeling quote unquote attacked, um, it might just be the world, It also might just be your flesh, aka your actions have consequences. Unfortunately, yeah, child of God, your actions still have consequences. For example, let's say you are dating someone and you realize this is a really toxic relationship. They've said really terrible things that I know deep down in my gut, this is not the person for me that God would have me to be with. It's extremely toxic. Well, if you continue to stay in that toxic dating relationship, there are consequences to being with someone who is toxic in your life. That's not the devil. That's you having the consequences of staying in an extremely toxic relationship. Does that make sense? Or let's take a lighter example. Let's say you're running late for work and you're flustered because you're running late and you've got to be there on time. And then because you're running late, you're flustered and you forget to grab your keys and then you forget to grab your cell phone charger. And so you got to run back into the house when you're even later and you're frustrated. And then you get finally like get on the road, coffee spills on you because you're flustered and you're moving too quickly. You got to go back in, grab a shirt. You finally get down the road, boom, red light. And you look at that red light and you go, oh, devil, right? That's not the devil. It's because you're late and that's your flesh. I'm not trying to judge anybody for running late because my whole family, we've, we've just, we're, we are, we are people who run late, period. Okay. But what I'm saying is we're giving the devil too much credit when it's actually the world or it's our flesh. Are you following me? So these are the two ditches. The truth is we need to stay in the center that spiritual warfare is real, but I'm not going to give the devil too much credit, but I am going to armor up because I am called to have victory. I am called to walk in favor. I am called to pray in faith. For God to move the mountains because he has power and because of Christ's living within me, I carry that same Holy Spirit, that power within me. And I want to encourage you that you, 
once you have called on the name of Jesus for salvation, you have the Holy Spirit and power living within you. Isn't that awesome? So let's talk about how to put on your armor for this battle, for this breakthrough that we're working towards. Okay, so let's jump back into Ephesians 6, where it really talks about your armor. And I'm going to break up the armor into two different parts, because when you think about the armor of a soldier, you have the uniform that you wear that is protective, and then you have the tools that you use to combat with. So first is your your actual uniform, which in this scripture, your uniform is truth. We are known by our truth. We are known by our holiness or righteousness, and we're known by our peace. That is literally the uniform. So when we are, are carrying Christ with us, we carry truth, we carry peace, we carry holiness, and that's what we're supposed to be recognized by. It says, Put on the truth as a belt to strengthen you as you stand in triumph. Put on holiness as the protective armor that covers your heart. Stand on your feet alert. Then you will always be ready to share the blessings of peace. I love how it says put on holiness as the protective armor that covers your heart. And maybe right now as you're listening to this, you're currently in a toxic dating relationship and you've needed that nudge or that clarity to step away from a really toxic unhealthy dating relationship and i just want to encourage you that hey this is your sign okay put on holiness as a protective armor that covers your heart above all else guard your heart everything you do flows from it so this is our our uniform it's truth holiness and the blessings of peace verse 16 goes on to say in every battle take faith as your wraparound shield for it is able to extinguish the blazing arrows coming at you from the evil one. Embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies. So the helmet of salvation, the awareness of salvation actually protects your mind because a lot of our spiritual warfare happens in the mind. It is, it is a battle of the mind. Verse 18 goes on to say, and take the mighty razor sharp spirit sword of the spoken word. Pray passionately in the spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times. Pray the blessings of God upon all his believers and pray also that God's revelation would be released through me every time I preach. So this is it friends. We've got our uniform, which is truth, holiness, righteousness, and peace, and our weapons, which is our faith, our salvation, the Bible, and prayer. These are our weapons. So now that we've talked a little bit more about our armor, let's dive into breakthrough and the battle. The greatest breakthroughs are preceded by the greatest battle. So if you are facing a great battle today, I want you to know that you are about to experience great breakthrough. I want you to receive the truth today that the battle you face belongs to the Lord, the Lord God Almighty, God of the angel armies, the Alpha and Omega, author and creator. He is the director and the general of this battle. This battle that you're going through will be a testimony of God's strength and his goodness. I want you to praise him as you wait. Praise him as you sit in obedience. Praise him in faith of the breakthrough that is in transit. The outcome of the battle is nothing compared to the great work being done in your heart as you seek intimacy with the Lord. 
So I want to tell you about a breakthrough that I went through back in 2018. And for those of you who have been in the Horatio Printing family for a while, you might remember Plannergate 2018. So I had a giant container unit full of products being imported from our manufacturer. And for those of you that aren't familiar with like the whole importing and process, it's it's a long slow cooker of a process getting a new planner created and at that time we were not only printing our planners but we were printing these giant storybooks which our storybook is for married couples to basically have a living breathing love letter where you write down all these old memories and then you write down your future prayers over your family your dreams and desires to get aligned together and really write down your legacy so anyways the whole container unit was filled with planners and storybooks And it shipped out and it was supposed to arrive to port August 30th. It was at that point that I found out all of our products were held in customs. And I've had some stuff be held before a week or two, maybe go through an exam, pay an extra fee. I mean, it's par for the course when you're importing. So then I find out after it's being held for a few weeks and I'm paying exorbitant fees, a daily fee for holding, a daily fee for the container unit not being emptied out and shipped back to the manufacturing country, all these different fees, and I'm literally just waiting for my stuff to be inspected. So finally, I get news, okay, it's inspected. I'm like, sweet. And they say, "Uh uh-oh, we've got a problem. And basically, my manufacturer forgot to print the country of origin on all of the boxes of goods. And that is a big deal, like a big, big deal. And I never knew we had to do that. It has never come up as an issue before. I'm pretty sure in all my shipments previous, everything had been printed properly and everything was labeled. But for some reason, this one wasn't. And it's a whole 40 foot container of stuff, like a lot of stuff. And so I get this email like, okay, well, Customs is holding it. They're gonna ship all of your stuff back to the country of origin or you can pay this crazy fee to have this company come in and basically print out, you know, 80,000 stickers and stick each thing one by one. And this was just honestly terrifying. This was gonna cost me tens of thousands of dollars. And it really also, I didn't really like the idea of all these people who don't really care about our products going through and touching each thing and like stacking it up. Cause our products are somewhat delicate. You know, the coils and stuff, they can get bent or messed up. And I was just like, oh no, they're gonna go through and ruin everything. And then I'm also gonna have to pay all this money. And I literally, Everything about the situation, everything about the situation was completely out of my control. And maybe that's how you feel right now with whatever battle you're going through, but this was completely out of my control and I did not know what to do. So of course, at that time, I start emailing people to pray and I start emailing people because I don't know what to say. We really thought everything was gonna arrive in September and here we are in September and we finally find out. And I mean, it could be months before we get our goods. And I can't even reach out to customs to say, hey, can I come talk to you? You know, like I, I'm not allowed to talk to anybody that's in charge. It was just really, really stifling. So I reach out to my spiritual director, Amy Brady, and she reads the scripture over me. And today I wanna read it over you because whatever battle you're facing, I wanna give you the same formula I went through. I wanna walk you through the same posture of surrender so that you can release whatever battle you're facing and God can bring the breakthrough. And friend, I want to implore you right now to once this breakthrough arrives, even in the waiting, I want you to 
share this testimony with somebody. I want you to say, hey, right now I'm praying for this breakthrough. Will you pray with me? Like find somebody that you can connect with on that in that way and let this testimony be to the glory of God as your breakthrough arrives. So if you have your Bible, turn with me to 2 Chronicles chapter 20. We're going to read the story of King Jehoshaphat um, as he went into battle. And if you're not familiar with the story, it's so good. Basically, King Jehoshaphat gets word that the Moabites, the Ammonites, and the Munites, and I'm not saying any of these names properly, (laughs) basically three different armies are about to come attack him. And he is shook to the core. He's freaking out. He has this whole kingdom of people that are about to be murdered and he's in charge. So he is freaking out because he really feels like this is out of his control. So immediately it says in verse three, alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord. He inquired of the Lord and he proclaimed a fast for all of Judah. So that's the first thing he does. He says, you know what? I've got to take this to God immediately. First thought, God. And that is my number one thing I want to pass on to you of how to fight your battle and how to prepare your heart for breakthrough. Number one is to lean on God and surrender honestly. Be honest. Surrender honestly. God, I am surrendering this battle to you. Verse 4 says, The people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. And this is what Jehoshaphat stood up and prayed to the Lord God. Verse 5 says, Then Jehoshaphat stood up in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem at the temple of the Lord in front of the new courtyard and said, Okay, so this is his prayer. He prays out loud in front of everyone who's about to be under attack. Lord, the God of our ancestors, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hand and no one can withstand you. And then this, he goes on to fully surrender his battle. And I want you to take time today to fully surrender your battle. This is what he says. Our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? They have lived in it and have built it in a sanctuary for your name, saying, if calamity comes upon us, whether the sword or judgment or plague or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and will cry out to you in distress and you will hear us and save us. But now there are men from Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, whose territory you would not allow Israel to invade when they came from Egypt. So they turned away from them and did not destroy them. See how they are repaying us by coming to drive us out of the possession you gave us as an inheritance? O God, will you not judge them? And this is how he ends it. This is how he fully surrenders. For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do but our eyes are on you. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And that's the heart posture of surrender in this battle that you're facing. It's God acknowledging God for who he is. You know, ruler of all kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hand. No one can withstand you. And God, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. That is our prayer today. In verse 14, it says, So then the Spirit of the Lord came on Jizel. And this is what he said to everyone um, assembling. He said, Listen, King Josephat, 
and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says to you. Are you listening? This is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow you will march down against them. They will be climbing up the pass of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jerul. You will not have to fight this battle. Let me repeat that. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out and face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. What a beautiful promise. This is not your battle. The Lord will be with you. Stand firm and go out tomorrow and face it. Isn't that amazing? So let me tell you what happens if you don't know the full story. Early the next morning, they left for the desert and they set out. Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets and you will be successful. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness. And they went out ahead of the army saying, Give thanks to the Lord. His love endures forever. And as they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah and they were defeated. This is crazy. So they're out there worshiping and all of a sudden these armies just start killing each other and they literally did not have to lift a finger. The only thing they did was stand up, show up and praise and worship singing, give thanks to the Lord. His love endures forever. And not only that, they had so much plunder that it took them three days to gain all of the stuff that they basically win from winning this amazing battle. How crazy is that? And this is this is the truth of that God has for you today. Do not be discouraged. Do not be afraid. This battle is not yours. This battle belongs to the Lord. So this is how you can fight your battle. You can lean on God, surrendering honestly to him, praying to him, saying, God, this is it. I don't know what to do. You can armor up today with truth, holiness, righteousness, peace, your faith, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit and prayer. And then last but not least, worship. Fight your battle with worship. See how they they went into battle singing and praising and all of a sudden it was done. It was done. So I just want to encourage you in the waiting as you're waiting and you know for your breakthrough that's coming. I encourage you to sit with faith and to not be discouraged and to worship in this season. Let me pray over you. Father God, right now we just surrender whatever battle that my friend is going through right now, God. We surrender it to you, Lord. You know what's going on. You know every tear, every heartache, every thought that's in our head, God. And we ask that you will bring breakthrough and you will illuminate what needs to be released and surrendered, God. We can't do this alone. Lord, we praise you because you are the God of the angel armies. This is your battle, not ours, God. And we just release it to you. And we ask for you to bring breakthrough in this situation so that we can bring glory and honor to your name. 
ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope this was helpful for you. And maybe you need to get an accountability buddy to sit down and say, hey, let's go through this breakthrough I need and and pray together and get specific and just have that community because I think it's so important. And I want to encourage you, please, please, please sign up for my Get Unstuck Challenge. We're going to go through all the reasons you can be feeling stuck in your life. Um, It's going to be over five days and it's going to be a community challenge. So you will get to meet other believers in the Horatio Printing family, and I will be meeting with you live every day for five days. All of the recordings from the live challenge will be available to you. So please, please, please sign up. Go to bit.ly slash get unstuck with Polly. All of that is in caps. That's bit.ly slash get unstuck with Polly. It kicks off March 1st. So make sure you sign up. I cannot wait and invite your friends. Also, if you're looking for some more Bible studies or scriptures on the topic of breakthrough, we have our Seasons of Soap Volume 3, which includes a 14-day Bible study on the topic of breakthrough. It is for you. You will love it. So make sure you check that out at HoratioPrinting.com. I have a link in the show notes. Thanks for listening to the Dream Planning Podcast. I'm so grateful for you. And if you don't have a 2021 Dream Planner yet, now is the time. You can head over to HoratioPrinting.com. That's H-O-R-A-C-I-O Printing.com. Use the code FRESHSTART to get 15% off your 2021 Dream Planner. We have all sorts of resources for you to help you set it up every step of the way. We truly believe the best is yet to come. See you next time.